There's the button. Oh. And then it started, yeah. It still says waiting. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Can you hear me? Can you see me? Am I here? Or am I just a figment of your imagination? Are we pretending to interact with each other via these Babylonian rectangles of death? Yeah. Oh, well, it just started over. Beautiful. How about now? Can you see me now? Good morning to everybody in the chat. I have no five by fives reported yet. There we go. Neil, Jupiter, Neil, other Neil, my wife, we are live. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bear from the internet. And uh, we have a written brief today. We have a couple of articles to look at. But um, in what will likely be, uh, be a growing trend here at this channel, um, this is going to be more of a coffee time with Bear than it is going to be a formal written brief that I will dictate to you. Because... Uh, because I like it more uh, where we drink coffee and hang out than when I have to be all super duper serious. Okay. Okay, Bear. All right, cool. Um, if you haven't watched the video from yesterday at this channel, Lift and Shift, please go watch that at some point today. Uh, platform or publisher? That's the question, Texas Sheep Lady. We're going to talk about that. Please go watch that video because there is a there is going to be a fundamental change in direction of this channel over the coming days, weeks, months, years, um, for reasons. You might be asking yourself, what are those reasons, Bear? Uh, that's why I shot a video on it. But in a nutshell, our doctrinal thesis on preparedness is to perpetuate normalcy for the people that we love. And it occurs to me especially in 2024 in the post-COVID age, many of us have not established normalcy in the first place. We don't have anything to perpetuate. So we're still going to talk about preparedness here, but we're going to talk more about the other things that we touch on at this channel, like faith and homesteading and community and food production, and finance, and business, and all the other things that I do, aside from preparedness. If you need tips on preparedness, we've done 7,000 videos and live streams here on preparedness. Uh, the Prepper Classroom, good morning, Radio Made Easy. You know, Radio Made Easy, listen, Radio Made Easy is a channel and a brand that you should be familiar with. I've met Radio Made Easy good dude. If you have combo questions, and I know many of y'all do, go see Radio Made Easy, please, because he can teach you more about radios than I can or will. Uh, I don't discuss combo in depth here at this channel because I don't want you to know what I know and what I use for operational security reasons. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now, thank you, Brianna. But many of us, getting back to the talking point, many of us have not established normalcy. And so if you need to know Prepper stuff, we have lots of Prepper stuff at this channel. Prepper Classroom is where I would encourage you to start because there's a lot of mathematics and whiteboards and stuff there. But a lot of people in 2024, the economy's in the gutter, um, societal unrest, geopolitical 
potential warfare everywhere we look. Uh, a lot of people are coming out of her mud people, strategically relocating, moving from the built up areas to the rural areas and life isn't normal. So we have to have something to perpetuate first before we implement an insurance policy such as preparedness. And so, okay, okay. Good talk, man. All right, cool. Listen, 40% of y'all are federal agents and are therefore unsubscribed to this channel. Um, so assuming that uh, your mom's not looking or your commanding officer's not looking, go ahead and subscribe, ring the little bell icon. That way YouTube will pretend to notify you when we go live and when new videos drop. <laughs> and if uh, you're not new, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. Speaking of when new videos drop and the First Amendment and social media, uh, some of y'all may have seen this morning that a video from 2020 that I shot on my porch went live this morning. Um, yeah, I didn't make that video live this morning. What happened was I filmed that video four years ago about President Donald J. Trump, and it actually ties into what we're going to talk about this morning. That video was immediately flagged by YouTube. And the strike on that video, apparently, sometime in between last night and this morning, fell off. And so that video went live four years later. Thank you, YouTube. Um, so I did not publish that video this morning. That's in large part how social media uh, behaves towards content creators to moderate speech and language. Survival applications and weapons systems. Shalom, y'all. Currently awaiting news of a grandbaby today. Praise Yah. We're probably in the same boat as you. Um, not grandbaby. Not grandbaby. No, that'd be awkward. But baby, baby. Uh, but baby, baby. So we shall see what the father holds. Good morning, Dr. Trevor and everybody else in the chat. <coughs> Excuse me. So I did not release that video in between last night and this morning. I filmed that video four years ago. It immediately got a channel strike. Good morning, Kyle. I'm Shalom, brother. And then YouTube decided sometime in between last night and this morning that enough time had passed that it was now safe for them to publish that video. And that's why you saw it uh, this morning. Yeah. Now, shall we get into the brief? Yeah, perhaps we shall. The show today, as always, is brought to you by Yahuwah, your Elohim, the Lord, your God, the creator of the universe. It's brought to you by the good people of Patreon. There's a link in the description. And it's brought to you by Refuge Medical, uh, that uh, is one of the companies that I own that has the mission statement to save lives while in service to the Father's kingdom and experiencing the abundance of his provision and blessing. So, thank you to the creator, thank you to the patrons, and thank you to Refuge Medical customers. I have a cool new thing from Refuge that I'm going to show you a little bit later in the brief. And it's not an ad because you can't buy it yet. But I think it's cool. So. <clears throat> now, Bear Independent Brief, 26 February 24. In what may be a pivotal moment for social media, the Supreme Court is expected to weigh in on the government's authority over social media giants. 
This comes after the attempts by Texas and Florida to use legislation to regulate the content moderation on platforms like Facebook, YouTube, and X, formerly Twitter. After widespread complaints that conservative viewpoints were being unfairly suppressed, and after former President Donald Trump and other conservative figures were banned from major platforms. Again, a video I shot four years ago about Trump. YouTube published this morning. Tell me there's no shadow banning, yo. I did not plan that. I woke up to that. In fact, I had a text from Monica when I woke up because sleep was fleeting last night and therefore we slept in a little bit later this morning. Um, I had a text from Monica that was like, hey, did you do something to this video from 2020? It's like, no. It's not like my notifications or anything. Though. It's straight up. I, I actually unpublished it this morning uh, because it's old. <laughs> it shouldn't have. Let it, let it ride, man. Let it ride. Let it ride. Whatever. Get a bear shirt. This isn't even my shirt. This is uh, the Pew Pew Juice shirt. It's the same shirt I was wearing yesterday in the video I did yesterday. Because when you live on a homestead... Um, newsflash you might not change your shirt every day so you know if it's still serviceable you know, you keep wearing it where is it this arm see pew pew jew right there yahuda remer good brother and these are the 10 plagues that hit egypt in uh, exodus roughly exodus 12 which is also where you'll find the pesach the passover so <coughs> Do, do, do. Meanwhile, conservatives have argued something similar. I'm sorry. I always skip paragraphs when I'm reading to you. Maybe that's just not an important paragraph. However, the social media companies backed by trade groups and the Justice Department are arguing that this legislation violates their First Amendment rights. Essentially, the government regulating their content moderation is akin to governments dictating what newspapers can publish, they say. They argue that these platforms act more as conduits for user-generated content than publishers in their traditional sense. Meanwhile, conservatives have argued something similar, accusing the companies of suppressing free speech that they politically disagree with and what amounts to essentially the modern-day public square. Other conservatives have sounded the alarm that a certain political party within the government has strong-armed some social media companies into performing partisan content moderation in its favor. U.S. Solicitor General Elizabeth Prologar has previously put forth the argument that the government has not removed false information, but rather offered mere suggestions, saying, quote, there is a fundamental distinction between persuasion and coercion, end quote. How about neither? How about just let the algo do what algos do? Now, as a brief side note, myself personally, um, I have been more or less disgusted by social media during the month of February, because during the month of February, I've had a little bit more free time on my hand than I normally would. And so uh, that has manifested itself in some ways of me scrolling at certain points of the day. And it's terrible and it's useless. Um, Instagram, I figured out Instagram. Uh, it's an ad. Every three posts on Instagram is an ad. Just go look. Every three posts is an ad. And so it's an ad, then a whore, 
then it's an ad about whores, and then it's somebody whoring for an ad, and then it's an ad. <laughs> and then if you're like me, it's like, here's a post from a gun tuber about a gun that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, but they're trying to sell because, you know, the, the industry. Uh, and then another ad, and then another ad, and then some more whores, and then another ad. And it's like, this is stupid. Why? Why? Then every once in a while, it's a snowbird. That's, see, Iridium Group, I do appreciate about that about you. You actually produce content. And um, very few people actually produce content. The vast majority of people consume content. And so to the extent that you're scrolling the socials today, Take a, a one step back rather than just doom scrolling and constantly, you know, giving your thumb a workout and burning three calories per hour with your thumb. Look at what's being presented to you, like actually just objectively look at it. I'm telling you, every third post is an ad. And um, then look at what's in between those ads and look at what those ads are for. It's like this is this is stupid. I'm wasting my most precious resource, which is time on this bullshit for people to market to me. Go turn off the water spigot, sweetheart. Um, there are, I'm all for capitalism, in case y'all didn't know that. I like, not crony capitalism, just like free market, laissez-faire, let people do what they want to do. Uh, I'm much more into dangerous freedom than comfortable slavery. <clears throat> and because I'm into capitalism, I can stop scrolling because it's all ads. And the organic reach of the algorithm on a lot of these platforms is non-existent anymore. Meta, you know, Facebook and Instagram, it's just trash. And specifically with Facebook, I think one of my, one of the most disheartening things that I've seen in Facebook here recently, is there are a bunch of people who claim to be people of deep faith, uh, whether that's, you know, deep conservative Christian or uh, the Torah observant crowd or whatever, just talking shit 24-7, mostly against each other on Facebook. It's like, you guys forget that one of the two prime commands is love your neighbor as yourself. And for some reason, people think that because it's on Facebook, they can talk a bunch of shit to a bunch of other people. That's stupid. And it's not edifying the body of Christ. And gently, <laughs> gently, please, if you're one of those people, get your poop in a group. There's a lot of what I what we colloquially call Torah terrorism on there, where people will lob hand grenades of the law into a group of Christians and then say, look, see, you're a piece of shit because you're not keeping the commands. And it's like, yeah, but that that rebuke should be rooted in love because you were a piece of shit too uh, mm -hmm. before, before the blood of Messiah. And newsflash, you still are. The only way that you're getting into the presence of the creator is by the blood of the lamb. And so maybe don't try and tear other people down because they're also pieces of shit. Maybe you guys, as a group of pieces of shit, could figure out how to edify and reprove and instruct one another in love so that you could all be a little bit better today than you were yesterday. It's just obnoxious to me. It's absolutely obnoxious to me. 
Um, you're not winning any hearts and minds. You're justifying your own little personal belief system when you do stuff like that. You're not helping anybody. You're just making you feel a little bit better. And the drama, dude, nobody had, if you have time for drama, you have time to go plant potatoes. You have time to do some PT if you got time for drama. So just uh, a little pastor bear, friendly reproof and instruction to you. Maybe consider what you're putting out there. And that's that brings it kind of back around full circle to the direction of the channel here in 2024. And what I'm trying to do here, I'm trying to help y'all. <coughs> not just not just read the news with y'all, but I'm trying to help you guys be better uh, because I have been a horrendous piece of shit in my life. Just terrible. I've been just a terrible human being. The cool thing about that, though, is the pendulum effect. You know, if you pull a rubber band really far in one direction, it snaps back in the other direction, right? Just as far as you pulled it. And so having been a terrible human being, it gives me a little bit of headroom to hopefully be a good human being on the other side, right? On the other side of what? On the other side of the blood of the lamb. So I'm trying to help and we should all be trying to help each other because if you are, that will inform your sense of meaning, your purpose in life. And sometimes because we're people, we are trying to help and it comes across as we're being a jerk and that might be our ego. It might be the ego of the person who's receiving the message that you're trying to deliver because uh, people are messy, right? And our our emotions and our preconceived notions get in the way. And we're bad communicators. And we're bad communicators, 100%. But part of what I wanted to talk about today was commo. So I guess we'll just go there now. And then maybe I'll get back to the written brief. Maybe I won't. Um, commo in, in establishing normalcy. Before we maintain it with preparedness and establishing normalcy. In the prepper community... So many people get wrapped around the axles on Camo. What kind of radio should I have? Do I get the 3,800 milliamp hour battery or just stick with the 1,800 that it's shipped with? Should I use a 8-inch stubby antenna or should I get an 18.1-inch Nagoya antenna? Push to talk. Do I want a bone mic? Who cares? Who cares? And here's why who cares. Are radios important? Yeah, they can be. But first of all, most people don't realize that a negligent discharge of a radio can be just as bad as a negligent discharge of a weapon operationally. And so we leave radios laying around. We hand out radios to people that have no idea how to use them. Somebody that you'd never hand a gun to, you'll hand a radio to. Because people, for some reason, don't equate just how dangerous a radio is to how absolutely dangerous a firearm is. <clears throat> and second... If you can't talk to each other face to face now, if you can't effectively communicate with one another now, if you can't get your ego and your hubris and your preconceived notions out of the way now and effectively communicate now before the balloon has gone up, who cares what kind of radio you have then? Who cares? It doesn't matter 
because you can't camo. You can't camo now. And so when you introduce technology and camo windows and protocols and brevity codes into a situation that you haven't already mastered now, you're only making it worse. So if you haven't had the difficult conversations with people that you need to have, you should. If you can't simply tell somebody, thank you, you should. If you can't sit down and talk with your kids, sit down and talk with your wife with respect, with love, with mutual agreement that we're going to first do no harm. I don't care what kind of radio you have. I've just literally 0% impressed. I know people who can literally bounce signals off of the ionosphere to anywhere on planet Earth with the appropriate technology. And that's a cool capability. Just like I know people who can take this gun and hit that target all the way over there that you can't even see with the naked eye. And that's a cool capability. Comma. If you can't talk to each other now, if you can't have a conversation now, if you can't convey information now, why? Why do you need a radio when a balloon goes up? I'm going, I'm going to monitor the airwaves and I'm going to use it for situational awareness to know what's going on around me. What are you going to do with that information? Is there anybody you need to pass that information to? And if you've had a catastrophic loss of rapport with those people you need to pass that information to and they won't listen to you, then what difference does it make whether you gather that information or not? It doesn't. It doesn't make one bit of difference. But see, people will, the band-aid that they will slap on that mortal wound will be, I bought a radio so now I can combo. But brother, sister, you can't talk to people right now in the first place. Either you can't say what you need to say in a way that people will hear you, or you've lost rapport with the people that need to hear you. You got to fix that first before you introduce the complexity of technology and frequencies and comma windows and brevity codes and antenna amplitude. Before any of that, you got to learn how to communicate. And it starts with your mouth and your heart. And that should be founded in love, should be rooted in love. I love you enough to say difficult things to you. I love you enough, whether they're difficult for you or difficult for me. I love you enough to subordinate my ego to the best of my ability to just communicate with you rather than try to try to win an argument or try to make my point. That's not commo. It's not commo at all. Which goes back to that Facebook bullshit. You're not communicating when you pull the pin off of some bullshit post and throw it out into a crowd of well, well-meaning people so that you can beat them over the head with your opinion, your doctrines, your dogmas, your understanding. If there's no humility involved, it's not a, it's not a conversation. 
I'll repeat that. If there's no humility involved, it's not a conversation. If you won't humble yourself to the point to try and understand the other person in the conversation, even if you still think they're wrong and wrong, according to what? Your opinion, your experience, your expertise, even if you think they're wrong, where are they coming from? How did they get to this point in the first place? Maybe they are wrong. Let's figure out where they went wrong via conversation so we can pull that thread back to where the fundamental misunderstanding happens so we can address that, so we can deal with the disease, not the symptoms. Right, and that comes from rapport. I'll tell you one of the best conversations I ever had was with a liberal from Seattle about all of the things that are societally wrong with the United States of America. You know who that person is? It's my sister-in-law. And we, we found via this conversation, it was like three hours long too. It's a great conversation. We didn't disagree on what needed to be done. We disagreed on how it needed to be done and really who should pay for it. Mm-hmm. But we didn't disagree that changes needed to be made to society and that people needed to take personal responsibility were and that things were broken. Mm-hmm. And so even with somebody, the whole opposite end, as far away in the political spectrum as you get from me, because I cared more about the relationship with that person than I did about being right in the moment, we were able to have a conversation. And it took three hours of conversation to begin to find common ground. But once that common ground was established, now, because of that three-hour conversation, she still thinks the way she does. I still think the way I do. But we don't want to rip each other's eyeballs out with our fingernails when we see each other. I'm not running around going, oh, my sister, sister-in-law, she's a dirty liberal from Seattle, blah, blah, blah. No, she's family, and we love her. Even if we disagree on things, she's family, and we love her. And what's super cool is because we didn't have that catastrophic loss of rapport, my sister-in-law, who's younger than my wife, now sees the way that we live and is beginning to understand, beginning to understand why we do things the way we do, why we believe what we believe, even from an aspect of faith. Why do we believe in Messiah? Why do we read the Bible? Why do we raise our kids the way that we do? And so instead of putting her all the way over here to where we can never have another conversation again to air quote win in the moment, no, we humbled ourselves. We had a conversation. We maintained that rapport so that we maintain the relationships over the long term we still have the ability to influence for righteousness this person. And so just getting back to Kamo and establishing normalcy before we try and maintain it with prepper shit, establishing normalcy, you have to be able to communicate with people. You have to. Today, and I'll end this little segment with this, I tell my kids all the time, like I've said this at least a thousand times to all of my children, 
whether they be seven or 17. All successful people have one thing in common. All successful people have one thing in common. It's not how much money they had when they were growing up. It's not the color of their skin. It's not the circumstances they were raised with. It's not how many parents were active in the home. It's not their work ethic. It's not their giftings or their talents or their delights. Because I study successful people because I'd like to be one too. They all have one thing in common. And they are all effective communicators. All of them. Steve Jobs, you might think Steve Jobs was a piece of trash, dirty liberal. Watch the man speak. You might think Trump is a crazy man who's going to run the country into the gutter. Watch the man speak. Look at Joe Rogan, most successful podcast on planet Earth. Watch the man speak. They're all effective communicators. Now, they all have their own different spin on how they communicate, but they're all effective communicators. Look at Jordan Peterson. Why? Jordan Peterson's mediotic, medi, meteoric rise to fame. Why? Because he effectively communicated how he felt about a situation that he considered to be tyrannical that he would not participate in. Because he effectively communicated his opinion on a situation. All successful people effectively communicate. <clears throat> Versus a stray kitten said in the chat, look at Biden, watch him speak. Right. Look at Kamala Harris, watch her speak. Take the politics out of it. Just watch him speak. Leadership quality? No. Lacking. Why? Because they don't effectively communicate. How about a Democrat who could effectively communicate? JFK. He spoke well, didn't he? How about perhaps the most effective communicator who used parables constantly of all time? Yeshua HaMashiach. Jesus the Christ. All successful people can effectively communicate. So my encouragement for you today, Monday, 26th of February, 2024, is Camo does not require radios. It does not require rectangles. It requires you be willing to have, being willing to have conversations with people. Okay? So establishing normalcy. Before we maintain it with prepper shit, establishing normalcy, effective communication, and sometimes, and this is going to hurt, especially if you're somebody like me, sometimes establishing effective communication requires you admitting you were wrong about something. Or you didn't understand, or you didn't give somebody the grace that they deserved. You didn't take the time, you didn't prioritize this communication appropriately, you didn't take the time to do it properly, and you messed up. And for that, you're sorry. Please forgive me, so that we don't have a catastrophic loss of rapport and we can continue in relationship together going forward. Does that make sense? Are y'all tracking on this? There's 1,214 people here. I'm super tracking. You guys good with this? 
Good morning, Christina. Good morning, Tavar. Like a tank, Bama Blue Eyes. Dylan, tracking. Bless y'all. Thank you. This is more of what we're going to be doing here. That this is what I mean by maintaining normalcy, not just perpetuating it. Because I think the world needs more of this, especially in 2024. What? I'm you are. You're wearing the Bear Independent Tracking Like a Tank shirt. Yep. It's wonderful. I'm super tracking. Do you want to show the people? Here, you can stay there. You're very pregnant. Hold on. I am. Don't make me stand up. You are you are tracking like a tank with a nine-month baby bump. Good job, sweetheart. Uh, Keandre, bless you. Thank you. Oofta. All right. Shall we read the remainder of the written brief? Sure. Up to this point. The appellate courts have issued conflicting rulings on the matter, with the 11th Circuit largely striking down Florida's law, while the 5th Circuit upheld a similar law for Texas. <clears throat> now, it's up to the Supreme Court to review these laws, which have broad implications for Internet governance and individual freedoms. Adam Kandub, Kandub, we're going to go with that's his name, Adam Kandub, Former acting assistant secretary of commerce under Trump filed an amicus brief defending the states in which he said, quote, this is about whether or not a democracy can tolerate or survive when you have a small group of companies being able to essentially put their thumb on the scale, end quote. Again, notice the term democracy. I'd, <laughs> if we could get one candidate that would just use the phrase representative republic, I would probably almost instantly be drawn to them like a moth to a flame. In October of 2023, the Supreme Court issued a stay on the order from the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which ruled that multiple government agencies were not allowed to influence the content moderation policies of social media companies, which should be obvious. But in 2024, the United States of America, the obvious is no longer obvious. Let me read that statement to you. Again, assuming I can make my thumbs cooperate. In October 2023, the Supreme Court issued a stay on the order from the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which ruled that multiple government agencies were not allowed to influence the content moderation policies of social media companies. Now, let's be perfectly frank. YouTube is owned by Google. Google is owned by a company called Alphabet. Alphabet very likely was funded with black money from the CIA. <coughs> the CIA had a program called LifeLog that was almost exactly, it was a social media platform, almost exactly like Facebook. And the day after LifeLog was shut down by the Central Intelligence Agency, Facebook was started by Mark Zuckerberg, a college kid with no money, who somehow, even as his platform exploded with new uh, participants, his servers never crashed. He never ran out of money in college. 
with no money and one server never went down the fbi federal bureau of investigation has absolutely had their thumb on the scale regarding content moderation and of course the democrats have been screaming russian collusion since trump's first candidacy which has been proven well russian collusion exists it just wasn't trump who was the one who was colluding with the russians as has been proven out now what is uh, 26 different uh people associated with the trump candidacy were targeted by the cia and then the fbi we talked about that what 10 days ago um so do the three-letter agencies have their fingers in all of this absolutely uh what's it called iron gate I believe it's called Iron Gate. There's a building in New York City, 30 stories tall, no windows, two doors. It's owned by the NSA. And uh, what it is, it's technically an AT&T hub. AT&T, remember when AT&T went down, you know, what, a few days ago? AT&T owns 80% of the fiber optic cable in North America. So the backbone, the infrastructure, that all comes from AT&T. AT&T and the National Surveillance Agency, NSA, uh, they are very buddy-buddy. Very, like, they're, it's hard to tell at some points where one entity ends and the other begins. So do three-letter agencies have anything to do with social media? Of course. Of course they do. Even if they weren't involved in the founding, which there's a lot of evidence that they were, why wouldn't they, at a minimum, be running PSYOP campaigns and data scraping, data mining? You, you, using OSINT tools, can data mine off of Instagram, Facebook. YouTube's a little bit more difficult, but it can be done. There's reverse lookup uh, you know, JC Fixer, I'm going to pick on you because I can see you in the chat. Good morning, JC. Not that I would, but if I wanted to know about JC Fixer, there's reverse lookup tools. I can find JC Fixer, the actual human being, just based upon his screen name on YouTube. Now, a bunch of the tinfoil people are going to lose their crap over this, but it's true. And it's always been true. Then you add into all of that social media, just the simple capabilities that the telephones have that are broadcasting your signal literally 24 7 365. if i know the mac address of your device i can find you anywhere on planet earth <clears throat> i can find you anywhere on planet earth if i know the mac address of your device and it's not that hard to get the mac address for your device but we will willingly willfully submit to all of this because i lazy american want to have the right to mindlessly scroll through social media for hours on end to be advertised to and propagandized the algorithm is designed to reward the uh to reward your brain with feel-good chemicals dopamine and serotonin so that you'll keep scrolling again why are there so many whores on Instagram? So that you'll keep scrolling. There are people in my front yard 
who have the audacity to attempt to pour concrete here in about an hour and a half. Let's see. Da ba da ba da ba da ba da. Anyway, that's the brief for today. Um, I think you guys are tracking. Camo is not just technology. Camo has a lot more to do with your brain and your heart and your mouth than it does with uh, what type of solid state technology you insert in between you and another person. Okay, cool. Uh, I do want to show you something. It's and this, like I said, this is not an ad because you can't buy it, but I think it's super cool. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I'm doing it. The people at the the refuge kids are probably going to lose their their poop and they are because they're going to get 50 emails about it. Yeah, don't email about this. Don't ask about this. Don't message us. I will tell you when this is available. Okay, Liberty, don't worry about it. Don't listen. <laughs> is she in the chat? Yeah, she is. <laughs> you can and you should call the store if you have questions. <laughs> medical equipment questions, um, life questions, whatever. You can go to Refuge Medical, scroll all the way to the bottom of the page. There's a number there where you can call and talk to a real human being. Not about this kit, because it doesn't exist yet. But if you want to order a bear pack or an adventure kit or a stomp bag or whatever, um, you can hit the live chat on the website. And a real, a real person, not AI, uh, we don't use AI in our businesses. A real person will respond back to you using the chat. You can email Refuge Medical, admin at Refuge Medical or sales at Refuge Medical. If you have questions, you want to place a bulk order or whatever, you can do all of that. Not about this kit, okay? Not about this kit because this kit doesn't exist yet. There are 18 of these on planet Earth. 15 of them are being uh, jumped out of an airplane by... Uh, some former action guys to make sure that you can jump out of airplanes with this. What is it? We don't even have a name for it yet, but it's super cool. So you may be familiar with the SOB, the small of the back kit. This is uh, actually a little bit thinner than the small of the back kit, but it's one inch wider. It's just one inch wider than the SOB. As you can see, you got a tourniquet up here. There's another sleeve down here. You can run a second tourniquet if you want. So you can pull your tourniquet out. Works with a cat or with a soft tee. It's got um, this elastic runs all the way around the front. Our brother Cody at Sojourn Gear has been working with these, working with us to prototype these. And so you've got a couple of tie down points here on the front. For example, if you wanted to take some like uh, 550 cord or waxed bank line and tie your chem lights off here, that if you uh, now if you don't want to tie your chem lights off, you can crack these. If you're clearing a room or marking an LZ or you just you know the most recent time that I use chem lights. You're at a rave. Or if you're at a rave, <laughs> yeah. If you're at a rave, you're you're wearing your new refuge medical kit on your war belt at the rave um the most recent time i used the chem light jump kit texas sheep lady that's a good name for it um my tail lights on my truck i blew a fuse and i didn't have tail lights and so i took two chem lights and i cracked them and i duct taped them to the back of my truck so that i had marker lights on my truck um okay but you could tie these off so, like, let's say you you go down, right, and you have the wherewithal. These are just little 
four inch civilian, not the six inch, but you could crack this and leave it tied to your kit if you want it. Um, another way that chem lights are used is for triaging, for marking casualties or marking the location of ca uh, location of casualties. So, you know, and it, you got a Sharpie down here. You could put a decompression needle down here as well if you wanted to. Obviously, you know, you got your Molly Pals webbing on the back. And there's these two shock cords here on the back. And the way that this works is you've got a, and see these little tiny barrel locks here. So that's to tension the kit inside of here. Okay. So you, you can adjust the tension on that, pull it tight or as tight as you want it. And then you just take this, fold it around the back to retain that piece of shock cord so that it's not flopping around getting stuck on stuff. <laughs> what? Food Forest Farm says rave safe. Our Molly's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so that's the outer. That's what the outer looks like. And then on the inner, you guys know we're into red handles, right? So we've got a red handle tucked back here. Also got a red handle tucked back here because it doesn't matter from either direction. You pull this out, right? So outer, inner, red handle, very refuge-ish, our ethos here. Pop this open. And here's your first aid kit. And so this is basically a flat, wide, bare fact enter. Okay. And so you got your stuff in here. You get your combat gauze, you can press gauze, two pairs of gloves. We're starting to include two pairs of gloves in all of our IFACs, not just one. And we're including our gloves that we we roll. Uh, Ren, you may have seen him on camera. Rem has, Ren has a, a Latin American background. He literally has people in his family that used to roll cigars. Literally. I'm and sure they rolled other stuff. They probably rolled other stuff, too. <laughs> um, now, you, Wrangling, Dang, Wrangling Ranger, I'm buying two ASAP. You can't buy these yet. They don't exist yet. I'm just showing you guys, like, we're, when I say we're constantly doing T&E, I mean it. Uh, but part of that T&E is we found other companies that provide gloves uh well-meaning great companies for example north american rescue their gloves are rolled too tight so if you need them when you go to unroll them they're all stuck to each other and they're very hard to get on so we've actually been rolling our own gloves and we're rolling them a little bit more loosely so that they're not a brick of uh, nitrile when you need it okay so two pairs of gloves compression bandage, decompression needle, shears, and then down here, you've got in this pocket here, you got your airway and uh, two pairs of chest seals and your flat duct tape. <coughs> and so it goes with the concept of, um, I like I like my IFACs, my individual first aid kits, to be able to come out of the carrier, if you will, and be able to be deployed, get it out where I get it out where I can use it. So it's not stuck to my body. I don't have to be reaching around trying to find stuff. And if I'm working on somebody else, I could take this, throw it on the floor next to them, and go to work. Because um 
trauma medicine tends to be dirt medicine. You're usually on the ground because the casualties usually on the ground. Um, a second rolling your own nitro gloves. Iridium group. Bless you, bro. Thank you. And so it's so new, it doesn't even have a name. We've made 18 of these and I have one. Bob has two and uh, a bunch of Navy SEALs have the other 15 and they're jumping out of planes with them, which is cool. But it's a little compact. It's about the, this is about the size of an AR-15 magazine, 30 round AR-15 magazine. And it goes into this outer. You just stuff it back in like so. Ta-da. Right, slide it back in there. And there it is. And so I'm not, again, this isn't an ad because you can't buy this. It's not, it's not even available for pre-order. It's still in T&E. But that's the, the new tactical war belt-ish. Oh, shit. We talking the new kit. Yeah, bro, we're doing it. Um, I've been holding on to this thing for a couple of weeks now. And you know how I get. It's like, it's hard to not mention it, man. Because it's, it's just super <laughs> you cool. You get so excited. It, how big is it? It's about, it's about that big. You have big hands. Okay. Well, here's a bear fact. Here's it. Okay, so it's maybe the footprint of a bear fact, but it's considerably thinner than a bear fact, if you guys can see that. Considerably thinner. Um, but yeah, so that's, I'll let you know when it's coming. That's, don't email. Don't email. Don't ask. Don't, don't ask to pre-order. We're not there yet. I will let you know when we are there yet, but... I just wanted to show you guys and girls, we're constantly working on stuff. And uh, this is one of the things that we're constantly working on. So thumbs up in the chat. You guys like it? You guys into this? I like the name suggestion of a jump kit. Nicholas Campbell. I appreciate that. Let's, um, let's make sure that they can successfully jump out of planes with it before we call it a jump kit. Because that's you don't want to just say, hey, that thing's jumpable if it's not jumpable. That's right. why we're, yes, many thumbs ups. Awesome. If Praise it, you. If it's not, we're going with the rave kit. The, whole, <laughs> the rave kit. The whole Molly thing is like a slogan <laughs> in and of itself. Our right? Molly's a little bit different. <laughs> That's great. Of course, made in the United States. This is, like I said, this has been uh, prototyped for us by our brother Cody at Sojourn Gear. Um, if you guys aren't supporting Cody at Sojourn Gear, you should be. He's a great brother. He makes excellent quality stuff. And then at some point, hopefully in the near future, we'll have our data back on this. We'll make our final tweaks to it as needed. And then um, we'll probably do a pre-order for y'all. Uh, the SOB version two. Yeah, so we're going to keep the SOB. Um, this will probably uh, replace the ARC. And we also have a dangler attachment for this. If you want to run it below a plate carrier or a chest rig, you can do that. Responder, active violence everywhere, rave. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And it has the added benefit if, um, you know, it's just cold outside. 
you can use it to warm your mitts. You can put your hands in here. Oh, we can do it Sherpa line. Sherpa line. We actually talked about that. Like, I bet there would be people out there that would buy the outer as a hand warmer. Uh-huh. Um, so. It's named a rave kit. It needs a Vix inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people getting the wrong idea. <laughs> We, we know who all has a sketch pass. Like, we all have a sketch pass. Yeah. Just some of it's, you know, a little bit. ETA of possible release date. I don't know. I'd say probably within 30 days. I've got Cody's busy right now making saw rigs in Coyote Tan, which you should have one of if you don't. Um, and he's also making ankle kits for us. Active responder kit, the arc. Well, we already have an arc, which is the advanced rip away kit. So we'll see. I'll think we're still working on the branding. Uh, I like I like the name jump kit, but let's make sure it's jumpable first because you don't just you don't just call something a jump kit. OK. Um, it's not. See, like this one here, this bare fact, this this thing's pressure tested and like 60 lives of the 9960 have been this kit. And so I'm very comfortable with this kit. I know this one works. And that that goes back to like the ethos of the company is I don't want to sell you guys stuff that isn't going to work. Well, we don't want to have to come out with a 2.0 in 90 days <coughs> because we didn't properly pay 100%, an e. 100%. And here's the other thing. We guarantee something forever. Right. The reason you R and D and T and E this is I got to know what are the failure modes of this? How's it going to break and compare that against the service life? They need bucket. On they need bucket on skid steer. Yeah, he's trying to... I'll go help them. Um, and so if it's going to break, I got to know how it's going to break and where it's going to break so that I can fix that before I sell it to you. So you don't get something that breaks when you need it to work. Right. And that's we got the bugs worked out of this one. That's the bear fact 3.0. Um, it, it doesn't break. It just works. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of insight into how we do things. Um, cool. I apparently got to go help the concrete guys before I do that real quick. Links are in the description. Patreon video this morning was on uh, fuel storage for preparedness. So check that out if you're on Patreon. If you're not, it's 10 bucks a month. Link is in the description. Um, Bear Independent swag. You can go to bearindependent.com. You can get that tracking like a tank t-shirt. You can get this coffee mug. You can get all kinds of stuff. I'm probably, probably going to be getting some Bear Independent logo glassware. Uh, I'll let you know when that happens. My wife's not crazy about it, but I am. Um, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, Grindstone Ministries, if you need a Bible, um, come see us, grindstoneministries.com. We'll hook you up. Calebhouse.org, if uh, you want to participate, participate in our anti-human trafficking endeavors, you can find us there at calebhouse.org. And uh, Refuge Ruckus is coming up like two weeks away, maybe less than. So, yeah, come see us. We're going to rock through downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas, and raise funds and awareness for Caleb House so that we can continue rescuing kiddos and doing bad stuff to bad guys. 
Um, and with that, let's talk to the father real quick, and I'm going to go help Jose uh, do the concrete in my front yard because because that's my life now. Good morning, Father. Yeah. All right. First thing that's on my heart, Father, our brother saw his new baby, grandbaby. Uh, let your will be done, Father. Get him here safe and sound and in a timely fashion and keep Mama and Papa and everybody else happy and healthy. And Father, thank you for the blessings of new life. Father, thank you for the opportunity to, to do this every day, to wake up with breath in our lungs and that you would entrust us to serve you, to be your hands and feet, even though we, uh, we have a checkered past. Thank you for making us renewed by the blood of the sun. Thank you for unconditionally loving us, even when we don't love ourselves. Father, thank you for the conviction of your Ruach HaKodesh, what to say and how to say it and who to say it to. Father, thank you for communicating with us. Thank you for your word and your word made flesh. And thank you for the myriad examples of righteous men and righteous women in that word that we might have a pattern to walk after. Father, give us strength today. Allow us to execute righteously in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Father, pour out your spirit on all flesh for wisdom and discernment. Put us where you need us to be. Let us do what you need us to do to bring you glory. Father, be with all my brothers and sisters out there who are going through some stuff. Give them comfort, strength, Father, and peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, be indwelt in us today. Let us stay focused on you and not stay focused on all the worldly distractions. Father, bless us today that we might be a blessing to others. Use us for your will. I ask these things in Yeshua's name. Amen. He got it. Praise y'all. All right. I will see y'all when I see y'all. I need a haircut. I gotta talk to my guy. I'm getting a little. I'm a mess, y'all. I'm a mess. Professional YouTube content creator, two hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah. Whatever. Y'all have a blessed day. The drop zone kit. Kermode, we're not, I like the idea. We're not calling anything jumpable until it's proven jumpable. That's why there's 15 of them on the back of an airplane right now that perfectly good men are going to jump out of the perfectly good airplane and make sure that it's jumpable. And also, uh, here's the thing. Um, the war belt that the kit would be mounted on would typically be like inside of a rucksack or a duffel bag when I jump off of the airplane anyway, so... And let's be completely honest. How many of y'all are jumping out of airplanes? All of us. No, no. Essentially zero of us are jumping out of perfectly good <laughs> airplanes. Okay, so 
here's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to be able to be mounted on a plate carrier or chest rig or a war belt and a headrest. And a headrest. So you have it in your car when the car goes smash, smash, bump, bump, ow, that you have a first aid kit. And is it cool? It's cool, man. It's super cool. Super cool. But what we do at Refuge, man, the splat. I I like it. It's the splat kit. <clears throat> but what we do at Refuge is we take these concepts that are pressure tested from the tactical community and we boil them down to core concepts, the stuff that you need. March algorithm, priority of care, accessibility, durability, functionality. And then we take that, we take it from the tactical world, and we bring it over here to normal people because we are normal people so that you have access to the same quality and functionality of equipment that the, the legit operators have. You also have that. And you can use the same methodologies to save lives. That's what Refuge does. Do operators run our kits? Yes, some of them do. Is that my main focus for targeted marketing? No, no, it's not. But we maintain the relationships rapport with those people who pressure test those kits so that I can get that data back so that I know if it will literally work for a Navy SEAL, it will literally work for you too. That's the idea. Because ain't none of us in this chat right now jumping out of perfectly good airplanes with an IFAC on our war belt. Most people won't even get on an airplane. No. I would not even like commercial flying. Right. I'm, and can I take this through TSA? I don't know. There's only eight of them on planet Earth. The SEALs have more of them than we do. Okay. We have three. They have 15. That's because they're going to do a better job of beating the shit out of them than I am. And then we'll get that data back. And then I'll know, hey, if they couldn't break it, you're probably not going to break it. Now it's good to go. Now I can sell it to you. So, but we'll avoid anything even remotely jumpable about it because we're not jumping out of airplanes. And the people who do jump out of airplanes mount this on a piece of kit that goes inside a duffel bag. Then they jump out of the airplane. Then they stow their chute. Then they get their cool guy stuff out. Then they put it on. So anything's jumpable if you put it inside of a rucksack that's jumpable. Anything, you put it in a duffel bag that's, you know, duct taped to your body. Yeah, you can jump with that. So this, it's jumpable. Yeah, so is this water bottle. So is this mouse. So is this iPhone. Like, how did you store it? Okay. So before we get wrapped around the axles on the, the, the tactical cool guy stuff, we're not tactical cool guys. <laughs> Okay, we're not jumping out of airplanes. Okay, okay. All right. I love y'all. Go do uh, righteousness today. Um, be the light, man. Be the light. The light shines into the darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth it not. Do not fear the darkness. Do not fear that which can destroy the body. To fear he, fear he who can destroy the soul. Yahweh, your Elohim. Y'all have a blessed day. Shalom.